Welcome to Found in Space, a science podcast for kids and teens. Ellie has three fantastic questions for us today, all related to our solar system. So our first question is about Venus. Why is Venus so hot if it's so far from the sun? Well, Venus actually is a little bit closer to the sun than we are here on Earth. But the reason that we think Venus is as hot as it is is because it has a really, really thick atmosphere. So the atmosphere is the layer of gas, that layer of air, basically, that is held to the planet by gravity. So gravity is holding on to that air so it can't just float away into space. Now, you can think of an atmosphere as kind of like the clothing for a planet. So the right clothing is going to keep you the right temperature. Now, if you go outside on a hot, hot summer day and you're wearing a winter coat and a hat and a scarf and mittens and snow boots, you're going to get way overheated. And that's kind of the case for Venus. So Venus gets really hot because the sun that does shine on it has a hard time actually escaping. So the light comes down. Now, Venus has thick clouds, so not a lot of light gets to the surface of the planet. Think about a cloudy day here on Earth. Some light still gets through, but not as much as a nice sunny day without many clouds, right? So the light comes down and it hits the ground on Venus and it starts to warm the ground up. And then the ground releases that heat back into the air. You might have experienced this walking on a sidewalk right after sunset. And you touch the sidewalk and it's still warm. Or maybe sand on a beach or the side of a wall. Maybe you felt that before where it's letting, it's radiating that heat back out. But the air blocks some of that heat in with what we call greenhouse gases. So some gases that are really good at absorbing that heat and then pushing it back down to Earth or to Venus in this case, right? So it blocks it and doesn't let it escape. Now, Mercury has almost no atmosphere and Mercury is a lot closer to the sun than even Venus or Earth. So the side of Mercury that's facing the sun gets really, really hot, right? Because it's facing the sun, it's right next to the sun. The sun would look huge in Mercury's sky. But the side that's facing away, the night side, gets really, really cold really fast because there's no air. It's like Mercury doesn't have any clothes on to keep it warm. Whereas with Earth or Venus, our night sides may be a little bit cooler than our day sides, but because we've got thick atmospheres, it's kept more or less the same temperature. So, awesome question. Our second question today is, can other planets see Earth in their night sky? And oh, this is a great question. So yes, 
planets that are close enough by. So we actually have photos of Earth taken by rovers on Mars. And so when they look up at the night sky on Mars, they see, instead of seeing a little red dot in the distance, they see a little blue dot in the distance. And that's us. We also have another amazing photo. This is one of my very favorite photos ever taken at Saturn. It was taken by a spacecraft called Cassini that was orbiting around Saturn. And one of the photos it took was, it was kind of right underneath the rings of Saturn. So it was on the other side of Saturn from Earth, and you could see the rings, and then away in the distance, this little blue dot. And again, that's us. So from the planets that are close by, Earth looks the way other planets do in our sky to us. Now, far, far away in other solar systems, let's say there's a civilization that maybe lives on some planet that's 50 light years away. Well, they would be able to see the sun in their sky, but it would look like just another star. Now, unless they had really, really good telescopes, they wouldn't actually be able to see Earth in the same way that when we look at other stars, we can't see their planets. We have to use special tricks to figure out whether the planets are there or not. All right. Now, our last question here is what would happen if we replaced the sun with UY Scooty? Okay. So UY Scooty is one of the largest stars that we know of. And it has such a, a kind of fun, cool name because from our perspective, it's in the part of the sky of the constellation um, that is of Scutum. So Scuti, UI Scuti, we will name stars or give them designations, right? They have like little codes based on where we see them in the sky. And we start by giving them Greek letters. So the brightest star in a constellation usually will be Alpha, and then whatever the constellation is, like Alpha Centauri. So that's the brightest star in the Centaurus constellation. And then we'll go beta and we'll go all the way through the Greek alphabet. And then we switch over to using numbers and letters. So UI Scuti is not visible to the human eye because it's really, really far away. So even though it is a huge, it's an absolutely ginormous, one of the largest stars we know of, it's so far away, we can't see it. But it's so large that if we were to put it in the solar system, which we can't do this, we can't just swap stars, but if one was somehow magically able to do it, it would be so big that it would actually swallow up the whole inner solar system, it would swallow up all the way out past Jupiter. The star is ginormous. So the sun is actually a dwarf star. It is a very small star. And there's a lot of other stars out there that are way bigger. Same thing with Betelgeuse. Betelgeuse is not as big as UI Scuti, but if you put Betelgeuse in our solar system, it would go all the way out to Jupiter as well. So it would be very, very big, right? And the orbits of all the planets that weren't inside the star, they would change because not only is it a bigger star, it's also a more massive star. So the gravity is much stronger. Um, so it would 
it wouldn't be very good for us to switch out stars. Now, we don't know if what other stars have planets and what ones don't. Uae Scuti is a really massive star. And massive stars don't live for a very long time. So it's less likely to have a planet like Earth with civilizations and and complex life the way we have, just because there hasn't been enough time for that to develop. We'd be more likely to find civilizations and complex life around dwarf stars like the sun, or even smaller stars than the sun like red dwarfs, because stars like us last for a really long time, for billions and billions of years. And that gives life a long time to get going. All right. So, Ellie, these were great questions. We had, why is Venus so hot? That's because of its very thick atmosphere. Can other planets see Earth in their sky? Now, if you're standing on the surface of Venus, there's too many clouds to see Earth. But if the clouds weren't there, you'd be able to see Earth. Um, and what would happen if we swapped the sun out with UI Scooty? So, wonderful question. Thank you. Or questions. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you, everyone, for being with us here on the podcast, learning about space and science together. If you've got some questions or topics that you'd like us to cover, have your grown-ups send that into the email in the description. And as always, my friends, I hope you have dark skies. And remember to stay curious. <laughs>